0: Air Canada has announced it has launched digital identification. This is the first airline in Canada that has approval to offer customers what it is calling the safety and convenience of a new option that uses facial recognition technology to confirm identification. So a pilot project is now underway and the digital identification is available for travelers that are departing from YVR boarding select flights to Winnipeg as well as eligible customers who are entering the Air Canada Café at Toronto Pearson International Airport, and they are planning to expand this digital identification as well. Many saying that it will speed things up and make it more efficient, but are there concerns about privacy? Well, joining us on the line to talk more about this is Anne Kavukian, Executive Director, Global Privacy and Security by Design Centre at Toronto Metropolitan University. And great to have you back on the program.
1: A pleasure, Jill. Thank you. Uh,
0: What are your thoughts on this expansion or the bringing in of this facial recognition program?
1: So first of all, I want to distinguish between digital identification and facial recognition. Because there's all kinds of digital identification that is not facial recognition and is extremely problematic and could lead easily to people assuming your identity and taking over things. Now, what Canada is doing, what is facial recognition. There are two types of facial recognition, one-to-one and one-to-many. Let me explain this. One-to-many is my face is compared to thousands, hundreds of thousands of other facial images to see if there's a comparison, a match. That is highly problematic from a privacy and security perspective. Don't go there. One-to-one, on the other hand, is my face being matched An image that I had sent to Air Canada, a picture of me. So I go to the uh, to the Air Canada counter. Um, I go in front of the screen. There, it's loaded with a picture of me. When I come up, it compares the picture of me to me standing there in front of it, one to one facial recognition. That method of identification is actually can be very secure and, and privacy protective, but you have to ensure that all kinds of measures are in place, that third parties can't approximate this data.
0: Right. Okay. And and from what we understand then uh, in this scenario, it sounds like it's the one-to-one facial yes. recognition,
1: right? Yes. And I should add, Nexus did that a number of years ago. So if you go into the United States and you have a Nexus pass, the way you get in very quickly, instead of going to all the borderline crossings, you... Go to the screen, um, you put in your name, your image comes up, you show your face, there's a comparison. If you're good, then you're good to go. It's, it's quite easy.
0: Right. And I think in that case, too, don't you also, I should know this because I've, I think I've done it a million times, but now I'm forgetting. <laughs> don't you also put your fingerprints on the scanner?
1: No, not, not uh, with the Nexus one. Okay.
0: All right. And, and are there any concerns then with that? Or, or is that something where they are identifying you? Yes. It's a security uh, part of security to get you through, make sure you are who you are. And, and, but do you, is there any concern there about where you where your information goes?
1: Jill, what I would do, if I was going to subscribe to this, I would ask your Canada to tell me exactly where does my facial image reside? That's going to be matched to my live image when I appear at the, um, uh, counter, uh, who else can gain access to my facial image? The answer there should be no one else. The only person who should be able to um, get your facial image going on the screen is you and your face attempting to match it. That's it. No one else should have access to this. These are the questions I would pose to Air Canada because they're very important. If you ever allow unauthorized third parties to access your facial images, the sky's the limit in terms of the the potential privacy and security harms that could arise. But it sounds like they're doing the one-to-one comparison from, from what you've described, which tends to be quite secure and privacy protective because theoretically no one else can gain access to it other than you when you present your face at the airport. But all of this has to be outlined. That's why I would ask all these questions.
0: Uh, Yeah, and one of the other things that that struck me, and this was in the release that was put out about this new program and the pilot project that is underway, uh, saying that digital identification is also, it says it's a single enrollment feature on the Air Canada app, and that biometric data is encrypted and stored only on the customer's mobile phone. Customers must provide additional consent for that data to be used day of travel, and it will only be retained for up to 36 hours subject to Air Canada. Canada's rigorous privacy and security standards. Does that give you any more kind of peace of mind?
1: It actually does give me some more peace of mind because they indicate that no one else can gain access to it. It will only be retained for a set period of time and that only the individual can get everything going because it's on their mobile device. I think that's what was said. So those are very positive moves. But what I would caution Air Canada, I would tell Air Canada, don't call it digital identification. Hmm. Call it facial recognition because there's so many other types of digital identification. There are highly insecure, highly accessible to hackers and unauthorized third parties. That's the last thing you want associated with the Air Canada you know, face-to-face facial recognition.
0: Well, it made me think when you were talking about that as well, and I think you actually came on the show when we talked about uh, Cadillac Fairview, the mall where yes. we we're in the tower above it, so when they were doing that to the to the boards, to the digital yep. maps, so without telling people, and then said, oh, well, exactly. don't worry about it. We didn't store it, and, and we've stopped doing it. But that was a oh, huge yeah. concern. trust us. Yes, right. <laughs> Just trust
1: us. We didn't tell you, but you can believe what we're saying. You have to be so upfront. And that's why I'm glad Air Canada is leading uh, forward with a lot of information. But I would ask for some more information. Is the data destroyed after a set period of time? Is there any possibility for third parties like law enforcement to gain access to my data? Those are questions that have to be answered.
0: Uh, this is well, the pilot project, uh, they said to customers who don't want to utilize, and again they're calling it digital identification in yeah. this, uh, say they may simply board as they currently do by presenting the boarding pass, government issued ID or manual check for processing. Uh, that's being offered now though, but do you think that we are headed to, or going that it is going to be more this type of technology when we are doing things like boarding airplanes?
1: I, I suspect that's the case, and I'm not suggesting that it is necessarily a negative thing. As I said, that the Nexus Pass facilitates entry into the United States dramatically. It makes it so much easier, and it's all positive consent, one-to-one facial recognition, that's it. So if Air Canada goes to great lengths to ensure the privacy and security of the data, ensures that it is well these are the questions i don't know how long will they retain it will it be deleted securely afterwards you know these are all questions that have to be answered and they can be answered of course so if all the questions are answered in a privacy positive way which it sounds like they're going in that direction this could be a real positive tool for for customers for you know people who are travelers and you know the airports are like these <laughs> they're crazy oh yes but uh- But but Air Canada has to speak out about all of this.
0: Well, and that was my other, it's one thing I think that if you are and your centre are looking for these answers, are these the kind of questions that that passengers, uh, normal, just customers of an airline can ask and can expect to get
1: response? Oh, yes, absolutely. In fact, all customers, all travellers on Air Canada should be asking these questions if they are considering using the facial recognition. They have every right to know what's going to happen with my image. What happens with my biometric data, the facial image that they have? That is more, your most sensitive data is your biometrics that label you perfectly. And it can be used in the, in the unauthorized hands of third parties. It can be a real harm. So passengers should be asking all these questions.
0: And who would passengers ask? Because my guess is, if you ask the person who's taking the scan or at the yeah, desk, no. they would just look at you and go,
1: "I don't know. How would I know that?" I, I would. you got to, I would think you have to do it by email. Email the um, the customer care people. <laughs> I don't know, I'm not sure who the person would be, but they'll identify it and um, put these questions to them. Very straightforward.
0: All right. Well, uh, good advice. And I'm glad to hear that uh, you're saying that there is some potential, that there is value here and that can be done in a way that's not going to completely uh, put us and make us vulnerable. And as always, thank you so much for joining us and for being on the show.
1: It's always my pleasure, Jill. Thank you.